Hi, you're through to Will at Will's Wise Words just off the A11. Welcome to episode three of a podcast that I created with my best friend Nat. Things to listen out for are Nat's mention of the word tushy, and things to avoid are my Professor Yaffle impression from Bagpuss. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to episode three of the podcast Will's Wise Words. Will's Wise Words? I still can't decide how to say it. It's been a while. It's fair to say in, uh, there's been a bit of a gap uh, in between the recordings of podcast one and two and three and we can talk about that a little bit later but who we're going to talk to, who I'm going to talk to about that with is my friend Nat. Hello Nat, how are you? Hello, I'm very well. The sun is shining. All is good with the world I feel. That's, that's nice. I'm enjoying that energy. Uh, so it's been a while and I'm wondering, have you changed at all? That's my big question. Oh, have I checked? Probably. I've I... definitely got a little, a little, a little rounder per chance. Lockdown eating has continued and uh, no bikini bod was required this year. So no, no why bother? bikini bod was uh, created. So, um, so in that, physically I've changed. Have I changed at all, do you think? Uh, maybe my voice has gone a bit deeper, do you think? Oh, have you been doing some sort of voice coaching, some sort of training? Was that something that you wanted? I think as I've matured, I think since the last podcast, I think I've... Have you balls dropped since we last spoke? Disgusting. No one wants to hear that. (laughs) And that's enough of that. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm not asking you any more (laughs) questions about you. No more change. No more talk of change. Well, good. I'm glad to hear it. So the format, for those that don't know, for those that haven't heard, listened to the other ones, are that uh, they'll be generally, each episode has got three wise words. And what happens is I spout them. And what then happens is Nat, she, well, she decides whether they are wise or not. And she probes, she asks questions, but it's her decision. She will decide eventually, uh, finally, as to whether what I'm saying is a little BS or actually has a modicum, and let's say the word modicum of... Uh, modicum. Mod- very nice, that modicum. So this episode will be going uh, well, uh, wise words number seven, wise words number eight, and wise words number nine. So does that sound all right? We're nothing but logical. We're logical, we follow order. And also, uh, if you were listening to podcast two, you'll know that my wife, um, she likes to give feedback and feedback is a gift. Must keep remembering that. She keeps telling me that, so must keep remembering that. And she's come through with some fine tooth comb feedback and fact checking. Love it. So in Wise Word 5, in episode two, we said, well, the wise word was everyone should have a friend or a different, of, of a different gender. Now, we were using the term gender and sex interchangeably but we just wanted people to know that we do realise that not everyone would do the same or considers them to be the same. So that is actually quite... Oh, she is on it. Your wife is on it. Thank you, Liz. That is a very astute observation and an important one. I wouldn't have got this far without her. I wouldn't. I credit her. Okay. She said she wanted more energy. She said she wanted to be a little bit more peppy and a little bit more up. And I can see you sipping from your coffee cup there, Nat. I hope it's caffeinated. I've had a six-pack of Monster, uh, so I'm <laughs> caffeined up to the hilt. Who doesn't like a nice can of Monster? Uh, <laughs> six. Um, she also wanted a bit more controversy. Control- Ooh, 
Ooh. I know. Episode two, she said, not controversial enough. Uh, I think it's possibly because we were saying nice things about being friends. Uh, <laughs> well, it's drew, it, it drew short shrift from her. So more controversy, which I think is fortunate because <laughs> wait till, wait till number eight comes up because it's about sex. That's sex. Let's talk about sex, baby. Oh, no. <laughs> all right, salt and pepper. All right, all right DJ Spinderella. So uh, I think we can bring, maybe we can bring the controversy later on. I'm not sure. But uh, yes, that's the intention there. So she, don't, you know, she's honest. Feedback's a gift. I, keep, I must remember that. But the good news is, now the good news, Nat, the good news is that, yes, Vikings did put horseshoes on their horses. Listen, there you go. <laughs> Liz has fact-checked that for us. We are wise. And that is one area where we know our stuff. Don't challenge us on Vikings and their horses' footwear. We know our stuff. Okay, so those are the facts, uh, the fact-checking from uh, episode two. Let's not wait any longer. Are you ready, Nat, for this episode's... I'm ready, I'm pumped, I'm charged. Give it to me. Number seven. Boo-boo! Oh, nice. Good. Strong. What did you think that was? I thought it was like some sort of either a cross between an, an 80s arcade game or some sort of disco intro kind of uh, synth wave. You're getting there. Yeah, thing. we'll do it. I'm going to give you another one. Number seven. Ooh, ooh. It's disco. Oh, Clearly disco, definitely. It? It's Clearly. Disco. Number seven is Kitchens. And this is, you know, this is world level importance. Kitchens should be designed more with dance in mind. Dance or dance, up to you. <laughs> oh, I like it. Any particular mode, not mode, genre of dance? Disco. Is it all just well, disco? No, no, actually, no. I mean, obviously my instinct, everyone's instinct when you think dance is disco. But no, I think... Uh, Although this is, I mean, slightly inspired by Sophie Ellis Baxter, of all the people. Uh, <gasps> locked down. Murder on the dance floor. Murder on the dance floor. Murder on the kitchen floor. Uh, so she, over summer, was doing this sort of Friday disco in her kitchen. And it just made me think that I do a lot of my best dancing in the kitchen. And I am free. I mean, you know me. I'm a very rhythmic dancer. <laughs> I, I lead with the groin. And I need space to manoeuvre. And for you do, well, your sh your strength's always been in your thighs, Will. So that you know, people might not know that about you, but your strength it comes yeah, from your legs. They are. They need like space two, to move. They're like two dancing tree trunks, aren't they? And I find that in the kitchen, and and there's two types of dancing in the kitchen. There's the dancing you do when you're making food or you're making a drink or you know. But then sometimes I will just go into the kitchen. I might even turn the lights down low. And I just have a dance. I put the music on. <laughs> and I'm Now free. talk to me. When you say designed with dance in mind, are we to see, and you say that to me, I'm thinking Saturday Night Fever, like the tiles on the floor that light up as you walk across. Is that what you're thinking? Are we saying a glitter ball instead of your normal extraction fan over your oven? <laughs> like what's, what's, are these sort of design features you're talking about? Yes, you're spot on with that. And I like the idea of a combined extraction fan uh, <laughs> above the hob. We need to patent that before this goes anywhere. This I, is I true. Like why why are we sharing this? Why are we sharing this? <laughs> I just think, you know, um, yes, you need... Uh, 
maybe a chill out area, chill out zone, corner bonquette, maybe a suede sofa. Bonquette. Everyone wants a bonquette, don't they? In the, in the, Everyone does want a bonquette. Well. When you're a bit tired, but I like the, the, lit, uh, the lit floor um, and smoke machine. I mean, you know, I mean, you have to oh. smoke, you'd have to turn the smoke alarm off. Take the battery. Yes, I was going to say, would there be a bit of confusion? That's, that would be worrying about what you're cooking. Could there be the opportunity for confusion? Have I burnt the cake or is it the smoke machine? And maybe some, um, now I like, I, I know you as well, Matt, you sort of, you're hippie when you're dancing. You've got your hips <laughs> left and right, left and right, here and there. And you don't want any sharp corners. Definitely, you know, hands, gestures. You know, we've got friends, haven't we, who do some very demonstrative hand dancing. And <laughs> They need the space. So in the kitchen, no sharp corners. No sharp corners. <laughs> no, well, I am, I, I mean, I'm with you wholeheartedly. And you've actually got me now looking at my kitchen going, is it conducive enough to dance? What, is there enough room there? What am I, what yeah, am I thinking? Yeah. How could I improve it? But yeah, Will, I, can mm -hmm. I say something to you? All right. Is this just a sign of our age? Would normal people just be going out to clubs, discotheques, bars, and they'd be satisfying this need to dance and shake their tushy. Is it, do you think <laughs> it, you know, in your twenties, were you saying kitchens should be designed in mind of dancing? Or is it just now because whether it's lockdown, our age, our children, the fact we can't stay awake past 10 o'clock, that means that we don't go to these places anymore. So we need it in our kitchen. Okay, there's two, th there's, there's two things to respond to. I've written down the word tushy. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anyone this century has said the word tushy uh, until now. So there we go, tushy, tushy coming back. Uh, uh, <laughs> and now, what is happening? I mean, do you read a newspaper? You don't want to go into nightclubs. No one's okay, so that was my point. Is the kitchen thing just of, of now? Is that a thought just you're having now? Or would this be relevant outside of these crazy, unprecedented times that we're living in? I don't think we can look that far ahead. I just don't think we can. <laughs> well, it has to end. <laughs> well, but I, yes, I'm saying that kitchen designers now need to factor in disco dance floors to all kitchens and the time that takes. I'm saying that has to happen. But I'm also saying we can't look too far ahead to see when lockdown will end. So the fact is dance is very freeing. Making food is very good for you. Combine the two. And what you've got there is a recipe for life success, actually. I'm going to, I'm going to be as bold as to say success in life forevermore, for, for, forever now. <laughs> I mean, not a sweeping statement there at all, I think. <laughs> I mean, you, I, you talk so fondly of Icon Diva and Crawley. You know, <laughs> I know that was a time for you when you were at your fullest satisfactorily wise and you were very much you know that was you in your spirit with your people of your time and I think can you imagine that again every day you come down you've had a night's sleep tossing and turning I don't know you're a bit concerned about stuff come down there you are you're in a kitchen but it's also Icon Diva Crawley back at you again just want to correct you for one second. I'm going to step in because Liz will not be able to fact check this. It was the, the base. It wasn't what? Icon Diva. Icon Diva is where Sailor wanted to go. It is a club in Crawley, but I've never been. Uh, our, oh. our, haunt, our haunt was the base in, uh, in uh, Gwynny. Um, I'm just thinking now, though, that if a nightclub was called Icon Diva, maybe we should, I don't know, Icon slash Diva. That's the zones there, aren't you? You could have an icon, icon by the fridge, icon zone by the fridge, <laughs> diva zone by the 
I don't know, you've probably got a slow cooker, haven't you now, or a popcorn. <laughs> and you can just zone your kitchen into different, you know, different moods. I mean, I just have to repeat what you said. You said the word slow cooker and sort of like <laughs> disco. Like, they, it just doesn't, I'm just naturally gelling together. They're not the sort of words that normally you think about at the same time. <laughs> and maybe that's a fault of us all. But I'm not, I, you know, I feel like, Will, that maybe whilst I, I'm sort of on board with you and I'm literally looking at my kitchen thinking about what modifications could be made. Yes, yes you are. Are you speaking of our population as a whole? I'm worried this is a particular moment in time and we're of an age in time. And maybe it's not as important as you think it might be. <laughs> Break it to me gently, why don't you? <laughs> Well, I get it. I see what you're saying. And I, I get a sense that you're not so into it. But I just think that all those kitchen designers out there, I mean, there's you know, all those kitchen designers, no doubt listening to this, have a think about this because you could be <laughs> very much a money making exercise if you factor discos, nightclub uh, design into your designs for kitchens. We're going to leave it there. Aren't we? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go on to the next wise word, uh, which is number, oh, hang on, I've got to do a voice for this. Number eight. Ooh la la. <laughs> I like it. What did you get like from that? What did, you, what, did you, what did that tell you or bring to you? I got a little bit of hello, hello. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, this is the really controversial wise word. It's regarding... <laughs> Well, no, I'll do it one more time. Number eight. Ooh la la. Oh, sexy French little mistress thing going on there. Well, it was Barry White. I was Barry White <laughs> doing the, the number eight. And then, yes, you're right. But anyway, sex. It's about sex. This next one's going to be. Although when I read it, yes, it is about sex. Okay, so number eight. All teenagers should be educated in the ups and downs. Excuse the pun. <laughs> <laughs> of long-term relationship sex lives sex lives well i mean well where, where do we start educated as part of the national curriculum will is this what you're saying <laughs> yes i am or is this an at-home education well which would you rather would you rather i don't know your chemistry biology teacher give you some education on sex or would you rather your parents give you edge? Actually, neither. Neither. Well, they, <laughs> neither. I was going to say, well, the teachers do currently, don't they? That is part of, so what are you, what are you adding onto the curriculum? The, the ups and downs, expand on that. What are you... Uh... I'm talking long-term relationship. What I feel and what I think is that, when I, from what I can remember, but also I've got children who are in secondary school, so I'm aware of what currently is taught, is that... You get your physical side of things, obviously, you get the practical side of, you know, sex education. You might get some tiny uh, element of that about relationships, but it would seem, I think, probably, that the education probably stops. It just assumes uh, that when you hit mid-twenties, that's that. Off you go, as you were, we've taught you about sex, we've taught you uh, how to um, use protection, we've taught you to practice safe sex, but the rest of it, away you go. And I am a man aged 45 and the things I wished I'd known, the things that no one ever tells you about. Go on then, give me an example. Okay, well, um, sex, 
let's talk about here we go again let's talk about sex <laughs> Salt and pepper. I mean, we need to, yes, we need to be sponsored. This episode is sponsored by Salt and Pepper. Um, so it's fair to say from your mid-twenties to the age I'm at and probably going on until the day I die, sex is not going to be how it was when you're a teenager. It's not going to be the way it was. And it's not going to, it's just, it is different. And as you're in a long-term relationship, things, you know, it progresses, it develops, it's here, it's there, it moves around. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm told. <laughs> it's, it's, it's here, it's there, it moves around. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you are know, you confessing to something right now? I'm a bit worried about what you're sharing. That's, that's my chat up line. It's here, it's there, it moves around. <laughs> Deal with it. Uh, but, <laughs> but the point, I mean, everyone that's listening to this that is 25 plus it knows what I'm saying. You know that the sex you learn about at school or certainly the one uh, when you gosh films tv you know tiktok whatever that present that representation of sex isn't realistic and no one is telling you that it won't be like that i remember watching you know i'm of an age but 30 something do you remember 30 something oh yes yeah you know? so <laughs> you know i was a teenager watching that and that's why i was like oh look they all play basketball they all fold laundry and then they just have hot sex and that's just what I thought. Of the... And that's not what's happening with you, Will? Well, the basketball hoop's broken. So, <laughs> you know, sad, sadly, no, that's, that element is not is missing from our lives. So I think there's a, there's a miseducation happening through media. And then there's zero, there's lack of education happening through. Now, I don't know whether it is the school's responsibility. I would, I think it's parents, it's, it's guardians, carers. Grandpa grandparents, that's what we need. We need <laughs> I'm not sure I need my nan sitting me down. I think <laughs> I, kind of, I was do you know what I suddenly thought of? So uh as you know, my uh, I'm going off on a tangent. Go with me, there'll be a point. I never go off young, on a tangent. You go like, never stick to the point. Uh my youngest sister is uh currently eight months pregnant. Lot of excitement in our household. And she's obviously just completed her NCT course. But I was trying to think of a course that you take as an adult where you are learning about something new, you know, regardless, you know, thinking you weren't going to do an evening course. And I was like, well, may maybe thinking along your logic that actually as a couple, maybe once you've, you know, you've gone out over the year, two years relationship and you've worked out this is a lovely thing, it's going to last a long time. But yes, the sex thing is probably going to change. Maybe as a couple, that's when you should go and do that. I mean, we're also making assumptions yeah. about other people's sex life and experience here with uh, long-term yeah. relationships. Everyone's the same as us. Everyone. I have to... <laughs> everyone. <laughs> we have to believe that. I have to believe that. I have to believe that. But, you know, I, why wouldn't we be? But, but the, the, that's a great idea. You know, two years in, a mandatory... You know, you don't get your pension if you don't attend this course, because forewarned is forearmed, and we're all. Going but do you think you would have believed it if you were your, you know, your no. those early stages of relationship? But I know, I know you and your lovely wife. You're away every month at a different city, a little different <laughs> weekend break. Um, a lot of museums. You would have believed it if anyone told you then. You would have like. And I agree. I agree with you. Change. But you've made that's what you said. You wouldn't believe, it. and that's the thing. You don't believe it. 
because you, you've, you've, well, you've, you've watched too much 30 something and you think, hang on, there's something wrong here or no one's told you. It is unbelievable to you because no one has told you about it. Maybe I'm going with my NCT thing. Maybe what we need to do, Will, is approach them and they should add it as a mm. uh, part of their course. It's like you're having children. That's lovely. If you think you're going to be uh, at it like bunny rabbits again or anything else, think again. Maybe it's their responsibility. I'm not uh, sure teenagers need to be taught. I think that's the audience is wrong. Well, no, but that would make me think um, if a teenager knows this, maybe there won't be so many people wanting to have children or, or be in long term relationships or. So what, just depress them about the state of uh, long term relationships and then they'll. Well, uh... It's not depressing if you do, if you know, if it's fact. <laughs> <laughs> if it's natural. I mean, if it's a natural thing and it's a natural thing, you don't see. I mean, I don't know in the wild, but when you see an old donkey, uh, I, know, I, don't, I know you do. I know you're often seeing old donkeys in a field. I don't think they're at it. And that's nature. So nature, you know, why are we trying to go against? Anyway, it's as a subject matter. The point is, I think the elders are conning the young people by not giving them good advice about long term relationship sex. And I like that. I think your NCT idea is a great one, though. I think that could be, but it needs to be punishable by not, if you don't attend, you don't get your pension or something. I mean, that's your baby. <laughs> Does it happen to people who don't have children, is my question. Do well, you think a, this is a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, well, yeah, I'm saying yes because I, it has to, doesn't it? <laughs> <say it's> <laughs> I feel like some I'm of our, it has our friends to. who. I think some of our friends who don't have children may disagree with us. I'm not sure, but these things are inevitable. And, you know, don't get me started on the menopause. Don't get me started on the midlife crisis. You know, just having a kid earlier, the earlier you know about these things, the forewarned is forearmed and you can just, you know, you, you recognise it. So I rest my case. There we go. Okay. I feel as though you've got a nugget of something in there. I would be intrigued to know how they teach sex education. Like I said, my little ones are little, so they I haven't experienced that yet. I would hope that maybe they would progress to talk about relationships in some way, but whether they need to, uh, you know, completely pull the curtain back behind that. Uh, I'm mixing my metaphors now, aren't I? <laughs> Um, Hello. Hello. My references. <laughs> <laughs> I was going Alice in Wonderland and seeing the old. Anyway, it's fine. Oh. no Alice in Wonderland. Wizard of Oz. Oh, this has uh. all gone wrong. <laughs> I like the fact that we can't. We're so childish that we can't even talk about sex without giggling. That <laughs> <laughs> actually we can't even have a mature conversation about it. So it maybe just... then, yes. <laughs> they need to teach sex better at school. So actually, by the time they get to their 40s, they can yeah. talk about it with their friends. There we go. Yeah. Good. We are I the agree. best evidence. We are the best evidence <laughs> for this. The need, the urgent need for it. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so we'll leave that at that. Okay, brilliant. And uh, are you ready, Nat, for the final wise word of this episode? Hit me with it, Will. Hit me with it. Number nine. <laughs> now you sound like the... Uh, Wicked Witch or something. The, uh, yeah. Number <laughs> nine. It's Professor Yaffle from Bagpuss. Oh, of course it is. Yeah, 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 Charlie Mouse. You can't make chocolate biscuits. <laughs> Number nine. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know, I don't know why I bother. Um, professor, so this one is don't go, number nine, don't go to university at 18, go after you've worked for three years. I like it. Talk, talk me through, where's this come from? You obviously had a year off, I didn't have a year off. You went to see another part of the world. Are you saying, is this a... Anyway, talk me through where this has come from. I'm saying you are massively disadvantaged. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm going for. I found so you inc incredibly you so immature. You had no but idea. It, but it does, actually, it does stem a little bit from when we were at university. Do you remember that there was a person there, let's say he was called Adam or Andrew. I'm not sure if he was, or Graham. Um, he was a mature student. Oh. Yeah, you remember him now. And he, I think I looked at him as though he was an alien. I was looking at him going, what, what, what? He was really focused, really on it. He was there to get a degree. He took advantage of all the facilities and made use of the time because he'd worked, I think he was probably about 25. And I just, I don't really, I, was, I couldn't really understand him. I really thought he was a bit odd and a bit strange as to why he would do it. But having worked now in higher education uh, and work uh, my form, in a former job working with 18 to 21 year olds, I don't think they're ready for it. I don't think they are prepared enough or appreciative enough. And my last thing I'll say on this is really, it feels a bit like there's a bit, when you go to university, it's very expensive. There's lots of opportunities, lots of resources and things you can take advantage of. And it's a big buffet. And most students, and I probably would say that you and I may have been included within this, just basically have the toast. You basically... Yes, you, I would agree with that. I, yes, I was going along your buffet analogy and I was like, we just literally stayed at one, we stayed at the bar. <laughs> we, didn't, we, didn't, we didn't make it onto the smorgasbord of what was on offer. Um, and yes. You've got to act like you're in a travel, is it travel lodge or a holiday inn? You know, you paid for that breakfast. You know, when you get, you're staying in a hotel and you're like, all right, yeah. I'm having the cooked, I'm having the continental, I'm having 12 rounds of toast, uh, four cereals uh, and uh, uh, a Danish. Tea, coffee, fruit juice. Yeah. The whole lot. And that is because really, you paid for it and it's available to you. When you're 18, you're just there to, to go to the bar. Yeah, yeah. We were. I would agree to. I think it's good to do. I think there's a, a benefit of the growing up that you do while you're there. But I think I agree with you that actually all the things it has on offer, unless you're that bit older, although you're not talking about Anthony, are you? No, no. As a mature student. <laughs> it's not, because he, as opposed to the Adam, Andrew or Graham person I've remembered, he was a mature student and he lived at the bar, didn't he? <laughs> he was 24-7 at the bar. So I guess that is the exception against the rule. Um, and we've got a friend... And he's from Sweden, Nat. Do you remember? He uh, is. I know that friend. And he talks about um, national service. And he will just, I think in Sweden, you do three years national service and then you decide whether to go to university or not. And that would just, I mean, I'm not advocating national service necessarily, but what I'm saying is you've done something else. You re and if you're working on the shop floor, you know how hard you have to work and what life's about. You know, if you've gone through, if you just jumped straight into uni, you might not necessarily have done so much of that. Anyway, he thinks that's, a, I mean, Sweden, what does Sweden ever do that's wrong, apart from the virus? Um, <laughs> 
but like they know their stuff in Sweden. And I just think if, if you were 21, 22 going to uni, you would eat that smorgasbord. There we go. Yeah. Is that Swedish, the smorgasbord? Scandi? Yeah. It's general Scandi. Yeah. We're, we're operating. General Scandi. And I know that when I went to university, I was not a boy, but I was not yet a man, as Brittany would say. <laughs> and were you, were you, would you, were you not yet a girl? Were you a girl? I think I was a girl, possibly wasn't a woman. Oh, I would agree with you. And I think actually what's interesting now, and I feel like this snuck in and I didn't really realise this was a thing. Apparently you have to stay in education now until you're 18 regardless. <laughs> so obviously we were, you know, we could have just dropped out at 60. So I feel like because you're in education, like if everyone has to stay in education until you're 18, maybe they need a pause at the end of that. Oh, they're exhausted, I tell you. They're tired. Exhausted. I the fact, no one told you this, Nat. No one told you this. Did anyone, did anyone tell you? I, d I think, no, because you don't, you're not remotely interested if you don't have kids. No. I think if you don't have kids, who cares what happens at school? <laughs> but, exactly. Okay, so I rest my case. That's what I'm saying with there. And that's all I'm saying on number nine. Number, well, I feel like you've brought to the table three very differing although i feel like all of them sort of centered around youth in a way dancing oh, yeah. and there was the relationship one and then there was education um yeah three hot topics i mean it's back to school where we are so relevant so all good will do you agree they're all wise oh no the dancing one is a bit ridiculous i mean it's fun but you know it's not wise <laughs> <laughs> You tease me, you tease me <laughs> with three out of three, and then you oh. take one back. Oh, that, fine. No, I'm happy with that. Two out of three. I think you, well, I'll give you one and a half, actually. What was the other? Oh, oh. no, no, you can have two. That's right. You oh, can have two. You. <laughs> oh, God. Take I told you the power's really gone to my head. You love it. You're toying with me like a, like a pussycat <laughs> a mouse. Um, so there we go. That's exciting. We've done that. We've finished. But also the question everyone well you and i are going to be asking have we been energetic enough oh I don't, well i suppose we have to wait until liz gives us some feedback on that okay so fingers crossed million fingers crossed for that have we been controversial enough Ooh, i feel like there's a hint of controversy i would certainly say there's a bit of controversy based around the fact we were talking about sex our sex lives and <laughs> my the feedback's coming from the person i have a sex life with so i think yes tick controversy controversy uh, okay so we're going to finish there apart from all we want to say really is just that this is the well it's the end of the third episode we would like to hear from the listener we would like to hear from you if you have some wise words these might be wise words that you use on a daily basis they might be wise words that your family have used uh, since you can remember send them to us because we'd like to incorporate them in the next few episodes. We'd like to use one of your wise words um, to debate uh, between us. Um, we can name you if you want us to name you and we don't have to. Uh, but yeah, if you want to send them to us, uh, send them via social media or you can message us if you want to do that. And Nat, I've got some exciting news for you. Go on. I think I'd like, I'd like you to do a takeover. I'd like... <gasps> Oh my goodness. How's oh, you've thrown, you've thrown a curveball. I'm mean, nervous but excited. Well, I'll take that on board. Excellent. Okay, so look out for that. Whether it's episode four, I don't know, but I, we're certainly going to do uh, Nat's Wise Words in the future. Okay. Right. 
everyone have a great day now you off uh, the usual lie down on the chaise long with um box of yeah probably probably yeah bottle of, bottle milk of tray man do you any man anytime <laughs> oh you tinker <laughs> well, that's it all the best bye everyone bye <laughs>